Good morning, good morning, Dr. Gary here on the road. We sell dental practices nationwide. Today's topic is be extremely careful when you're analyzing two different offers or letter of intent from two different DSOs. So we're going to talk about that today, why, why examining the actual offer is so critical and every component of that offer. Anyway, so we have been doing the dental practice brokerage now for 12 years. We have 10 employees, including two CPA accountants. You can reach us at 203-663-0935 or our website is dentalpracticeguide.com or nationwide dentalpracticebroker.com. There's a lot of information on there for you. Everything you're about to hear is for entertainment purposes only. It is not business or legal advice. So just be cautious with that. Now, if you're thinking about selling to a large DSO and your practice is, is one of the larger ones, 900 plus thousand approximately, although a lot of them are looking for 1.2 million and higher with at least four operatories or more, uh, please give us a call because we work with virtually every DSO in the country and certainly the largest ones. And uh, we are involved with them uh, as a referral. We just refer them out. We bring them in to the, meet the doctor. We are not employed by them. We are not uh, an agent for theirs, so to speak. However, they do pay our commission often. Most of them will pay our commission. Occasionally, we can get the legal fees reimbursed also. So it's something to take into consideration. Uh, so give me a call on that if you want to discuss that more. We also do free evaluations, appraisals, and uh, give you an idea what the market value. Different market values uh, in different areas too, by the way. Uh, let's just talk about that for a second. Fairfax, Virginia is one of the hottest counties on the East Coast right now as far as selling practices. And you're getting 80-85% because of the volume of buyers that are looking. And we have a number of practices down there because we did a lot of marketing. Um, it's a different market than the New York metro area market. The sale prices in New York metro are less, New Jersey are less they are in Fairfax, Virginia. It's the county of Fairfax, Virginia. It's just like on fire. So anyway, let's get into this today. You have one seller, a larger practice, you know, doing over uh, well over a million dollars and uh, well-established getting two different offers from two DSOs. And the seller is telling me, well, look how much money I'm getting from this one DSO. Why don't I go from them? It's very simple. What does the criteria, letters of intent are non-binding too, by the way, but what is the specific language in that? How much is the holdback money? What happens to that holdback money? Does it go an investment to the company right away? Or do they tell you, well, that's just going to be on your local level? Um, another issue is what is your compensation? Now, some of them will give you a high value, but lower uh, compensation working for them as an employee. Well, that compensation could be 20% less, but they're giving you a higher offer. So you can't compare the offer from one DSO to another if you don't take and match up, you know, apples and oranges. You have to match up every specific item. Another issue is, and one instance right now, I'm telling the seller, wait a minute now, the other DSO is giving a higher compensation. That is you as an employee, what they're paying you. Their compensation is 10%, excuse me, is 25% higher 
So in three years, you'll probably be better off taking the higher compensation. Now, well, that's something to be aware of. So the doctor, uh, seller, was trying to compare the two and wasn't putting the right criteria in. And you've got to have the right criteria in. Secondly, the holdback money. Every DSO is going to hold back some money. What happens to that money? Some of them tell you, well, you're, you're, we're going to own 80%. You're going to own 20%. You don't really own it, but it's more of a profit-sharing thing. But they'll say, well, by 80% of your practice, you maintain 20% of your practice. Although they, they don't tell you that they own the practice, they own all the equipment, they have the accounts receivable, it's their practice. They may give you some kind of local level that is isolated to your office. Uh, they may give you some, some kind of profit-sharing, whatever. Um, but this is so important. There's so many specifics. That's why you need a dental attorney and us as brokers can help you too. But in this one instance we're negotiating now, uh, one of the big issues is the offering, how much they're holding back, what the compensation for the doctor as an employee, that is seller doctor, what they're going to pay. Um, Whereas in a private deal, you're getting 100% of your money the vast majority of the times. You're probably not working that long because the buyer has to make enough money to uh, support the bank note. Whereas DSOs do require you to stay on and they have a lot of criteria for that. Uh, and they'll hold back your money. So also you've got to determine what happens if you don't maintain the same level of collections and or EBITDA net profit factoring back in the doctor's salary. Uh, what happens if you don't maintain that? Can they take away your, uh, could take away that 20% or 25% they're holding? So that's something to be aware of too. A lot of moving parts in this and I'm going through this right now with one of my sellers and I have to explain all the different moving parts. Luckily, he's going to use a dental attorney, uh, and that will help to some extent. But we've got to be able to talk to him and be able to talk to the uh, development acquisition person at the other DSOs. Uh, remember, the letter of intent is only a uh, non-binding uh, document. Another thing, has the DSO that's offering you this high, high dollar, have they thoroughly done all of their due diligence? Some of them haven't done that. Some of them just wing it and throw out a, a uh, you know, letter of intent. I've seen this happen before. Also, on this one deal, what is the longevity of the company you're dealing with? How long are they going to be around for? Have they gone through the storm of 2008? And have they gone through the pandemic and survived the pandemic? Very important you understand these things. I'm going through this right now. We try to give you live action. This deal has not closed. We're negotiating now. But I want you to be aware of what happens, all the moving parts. It's not an easy thing. And we're here to assist you and help you. Thank you for listening. Hope uh, listening because we have more activity coming on soon. Thank you so much. Bye now.